Praise the Lord. Well, it's really good to be here in God's presence today. And we're still on the third seal judgment, but we're on part two today. And I just want to take a reading from Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and who sat on it, had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures, saying, A quarter of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. So the third seal judgment is judgment on the world's economy, causing disruption, inflation, and so on. And um, that's important to keep in mind, that it's, um, it's judgment on the world's economy. Now, I just want to read a verse from Revelation chapter 13, because there are some people uh, that are listening to this message today that believe that the church is going to actually change the world. And then when we've changed the world and we've changed our towns, cities and villages, then Jesus Christ will then return. We've, we've set it up for him, basically. It's all the works of man. But I want to tell you, I've got news for you today. It's not what the Bible says. If we look at the Bible and we look at it with an open mind, instead of listening to some of these false teachers and prophets that are about today, that are in the born-again church, by the way, because we've got to, you know, face the facts that the born-again church, many in the born-again church, as big as the churches may be, are on the road to apostasy, and, and actually are on the multi-faith bandwagon, and they departed from the faith, and they're not preaching the full counsel of God. As a matter of fact, they reject the prophetic word. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to, you know, be confronted with correction about your wayward and your doctrine's wrong. And yet especially your eschatology and, uh, and, and that you actually believe that you can change your towns and cities and, and this world to make it right for Jesus to return. Yes, we are to be salt and light in the earth and we are to influence our towns and cities and villages for good. And we are to permeate every part of society with the Bible. But for us to believe that we're going to change the world is a contradiction. Because the Bible actually says that uh, in the last days perilous times shall come and evil men shall wax worse and worse and that the world situation will deteriorate. And when we understand prophetic, the prophetic scriptures, we can see that this is so. We've got the European Union, the European super state. We've got the mark of the beast. We've got the beast coming up. So why, why these people in the born-again church today are thinking that we're going to change the world? They're completely blinded to the fact of the European superstate and the Antichrist that's coming. And let me tell you today, we're not going to avoid the persecution that's going to come from Europe and the Antichrist. And I just want to um, warn you all today, especially those that are listening to this message today, I just want to warn you today what is coming up. Because there is going to be a judgment on the church of Jesus Christ. And I want to warn you today. And, uh, and uh, people who have heard me ministering prophetic words over the years have started to realize that what I'm saying is from God. You know, that I'm listening to the Lord. And a lot of it flies in the face of a lot of you Christians 
that want to hear good things, but you don't accept the whole counsel of God. A matter of fact, you've become like those in the days of Jeremiah when, you know, when they were saying, speak to us good things. We don't want to hear the whole counsel of God. We don't want to be corrected. We don't want to believe the Babylonians are coming to invade our city. And they actually treated him as a traitor. They excluded him, they ostracized him, they rejected him. But in the end of the, at the end of the day, there's one man standing with God, and God confirmed his word with signs from him. And I thank God that he's doing that with me. I've been on the road a long time as a minister of God, and I'm listening to God, and he's actually confirming the words that I'm saying. So whether you like it or not, keep it in mind. What I'm going to say today, you'll see it come to pass. And what I've already said about a lot of things that are coming to pass. And I want to tell you something that's going to happen today. For all you leaders of churches and people in these churches that are relying on charity status, it's going to be taken away from you. That's going to be a judgment of God in this country and throughout the world. All charity status will be taken away from the churches. That's what's going to happen. Your finances are going to be hit. Because many of you have, have, have trusted in your wealth. You say, we are rich and we have need of nothing. We've got everything. Look at our perfect meeting. Look at our perfect music group. Look at our perfect pastor. Look at our perfect church. Our perfect congregation. We will build bigger. We become like the people at Babylon. We said, let's build a tower that reaches unto heaven. But God said, I'll bring you down. I'll judge you. Because, and the reason why God will judge the church today is, is because they're not listening to God. And they're not getting ready for what's coming up because of the persecution coming. So what actually happens now, because we've not listened, we're not prepared. Many people are prepared that have listened and have allowed God to purge them with fire, taking through the fire trials, through the life. So they're ready what's coming up. They're listening to God and they're ready because they've been through hard times and they're strong to cope with what's coming up because the winds of persecution are coming and tribulation are coming. But many of you are not ready. It's almost like because you've not listened to the whole counsel of God, you built your house upon the sand, and the winds are coming, and the rains and floods will come and blow you away. Now you need to take notice today and repent of your sin and get right with God. Because God, because you haven't listened, it's already written in the word of God, will send this persecution on you. It's going to hit your finances. Now listen to this. You're not going to be raptured before the beast comes and the mark of the beast. So get that out of your mind. These pre-tribulation dreamers rapture people that want you know we're going to just enjoy this life feed our fill and and you know feed ourselves with all the pleasures of this world make as much money as we can live in luxury and then jesus coming back to raptures that's not let me tell you today that's not going to happen it says in revelation chapter 13 verse 17 and that no man in verse 16, this is what the false prophet who will exalt the Antichrist and will have the same authority and power as the Antichrist will do to you. You will have a choice to make. And this will be God, you know, challenging you on where you stand with Jesus Christ because you've not listened to him. For those that have listened to him and the Lord has prepared, they will be able to resist the mark of the beast. But some of you, because you haven't got the, be quite honest, you haven't got the guts to face the truth. You're spineless jellyfish and you're cowards. And there's a lot of you elders and pastors are like that. You're cowards. You won't face the truth of God. I've met many over the years who don't want to face the truth about a lot of things. But, but this is a major problem in the church today amongst many even well-known famous leaders in the church today that are even on the God channel. You're not listening to God. Because you don't want to offend your church to frighten people away. People, let me tell you today, people only become strong through the truth. So if you frighten people away from the truth, then really you couldn't do much with them anyway. 
It's better to be honest because at the end of the day, the truth will speak and God will confirm it with signs following. And in verse 16 of Revelation chapter 13, he causes, causes all both small and great uh, to receive rich and so let me start again. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And so there will be a choice to make. If you don't receive that mark, you won't be able to buy or sell. Your finances are going to be hit. And if you belong to Jesus Christ, you're going to have to reject that mark. So this is an important thing when we're looking at uh, into this third seal judgment. Part two, the world economy is going to be hit, but also your, you as a Christian, God will allow this to come upon the Christian to judge where you stand with God. He will hit your finances. Now, who, who are you going to choose? Are you going to trust in that pension? Are you going to trust in that bank balance? Or are you going to trust in Jesus? I have learned for many years now that I've got to trust God for my finances and I live by faith and I trust in the Lord now I can't go into all the details of that I know you, some of you are in jobs and so on and you do certain um, I'm in the ministry and I trust God for my finances and the Lord provides for me but God is going to bring every Christian to a place in the next few years he's going to gradually bring that upon you where you're going to have to trust in God for your finances because that pressure from Europe that choice will come about the mark of the beast and you'll have to this will sort the church out because judgment begins with the house of God and the church needs judging because the church has become Laodicean. It's become lukewarm, it's become backslidden and they don't even know it because you're prizing in your wonderful meetings and what you think is the presence of God when it's man-made euphoria. So we need to listen to God nowadays and listen to the truth. The truth will hurt, the truth will cut in. It will cut in because we've departed so far from the truth that when somebody just speaks the plain truth or reads something from the Bible, I could read scriptures from the Bible to you today. I could read to you the scriptures of Acts chapter 5, Ananias and Sapphira, where because of the light of the Holy Spirit struck them dead, both of them. But many of you won't even read that today. You reject You say it's not for today. You reject that Jesus will come back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on his enemies, which is written in the New Testament. And many New Testament scriptures that speak about God judging the church as well. Yet you reject it all. So what have you got left? A man-made gospel that suits your needs, that flatters you, and that says all the right things. You become like those that the Bible speaks about with itching ears. You want people to scratch that itch. But I want to tell you today, the truth that I'm saying today, if you've got the patience to listen to what I'm saying today, then I want you to take it with you and listen, even though you don't like what you're hearing, and start to measure it up with the signs of the times of things that are actually happening in the world today. I've just read from Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. Now, when I first published this message, um, which was um, in uh, 17th of September 2005, um, the euro was unstable, the European currency, and some people were asking the question at that time, can the euro survive? Will there be a financial collapse in Europe? The fact is, out of all the instability within the European Union, and it, it has survived, and the euro, the euro is stronger than ever. So what is predicted in the Bible must come to pass. The European Union needs to be economically strong to fulfill Bible prophecy and to become a world superpower because you'll never find a world superpower that hasn't got uh, 
financial prosperity and strength and a, a really powerful economy. And so this is what is happening to Europe now. At that time when everyone said it's going to fall apart, the European Union, I was looking at the Bible and the Bible says, no, it's going to be the end time man-made world superpower with obviously inspired by the devil as well. So a lot has happened since 2005 and God has been shaking the nations, judging the world economy, causing the powers to be, the powers to, be to fulfill his plans and purposes, as I've already stated in my other message, my written message and my audio messages. Uh, the American economy will sink and take a downturn and the strength of the dollar will decrease. And at the same time, the European Union will rise to power with the strength of the euro. Now, already, it was yesterday I heard that the American bank is into one of the major American banks. Only this week. And let me just mention uh, in another message that I gave a while ago about Hurricane Katrina that swept through the Gulf of Mexico, Mississippi, Louisiana State, New Orleans is one example of another burden on America's economy causing billions of dollars worth of damage. Oil refineries were hit with the shockwaves of fuel prices rising here in Britain causing panic buying at petrol stations and so on. And, and, and there's a lot of you Christians today, you don't believe that God will interfere with the affairs of man, that God actually won't work miracles in judgment on this world. Well, let me tell you, he's doing it, but you're blind to it, many of you are rejecting it. It's going to get heavier and heavier and heavier. Just like a woman who was pregnant, who was in the, at the beginning, the initial stages of birth pains, so those pains will increase until full delivery. And I'm talking about full-blown judgment here, and then the return of Jesus Christ to the earth. So you can turn the blind eye to it, you can inject this message as much as you want, but it's going to happen. Mark my words, this is the word of God today, and God will confirm it. I am absolutely put my life on this today. He will confirm this word, with signs following. So a strong European Union with a strong economy, uh, the Euro, will need a strong leader that understands and can manage economic stability and growth. And they've been looking for such a man. And you know, they've found such a man. So keep your eye on Tony Blair. A lot of you, I've been ministering this for years. When God gave me the revelation about Tony Blair, Tony Blair was just a mundane politician. But God opened my eyes one day and he gave me a revelation started to speak to me about Tony Blair. And ever since I've been putting out these words and prophesying, I've had so many attacks from people. Some people believe, but the majority don't. They'll argue, but some are even changing their minds now because they're seeing all the things that are said about the character and mission of the Antichrist is fulfilled in Tony Blair. Keep your eye on Tony Blair, whether you like it or not. You can shun it. You can turn a blind eye, but if you keep rejecting the truth, you know, you will come under the strong delusion that's coming upon the earth. And even when Tony Blair, and when, and, uh, you know, these, all these things have been fulfilled in Tony Blair, even when the Antichrist is here, you won't see it because you'll be deluded. Strong delusion will blind your mind and your heart to see the truth. And basically you'll come under the spell of Satan, because that's what will happen. Strong delusion, you'll be allowed to come under that spell by God. It needs a man. The European Union and the Euro, Euro, and the Euro, the Euro, European economy it needs a man with a wealth of experience of leadership and economic vision. So what it needs now, they've been looking for such a man, because it, it, and vision within Europe and its leaders and those who initiated it in the first place, the plan of the European Union and so on. 
They had this vision that it would become a major world power. Oh, they've denied it in the past. They've lied about it. They've done everything to try and manipulate the situation about the European Union, that it was just a trade and commerce. Well, yes, it's trade and commerce, but now it's become a political and military power as well. It's the last great end-time power that Daniel spoke about, the revived Roman Empire that will come to power before Jesus returns and then he will destroy it all. Jesus will destroy it all. That Jesus that you created, another Jesus, that wouldn't say boo to a goose. And he wouldn't warn anybody, wouldn't correct anybody, either the church or the world, he doesn't judge people today. Let me tell you, my friend, today you are blind. You don't see the scriptures. You don't see the real Jesus. You created a false God in your imagination. And God will judge you for it if you don't repent. A matter of fact, through this word, now he is judging you. So you need to put it right with God and repent. And stop listening to these false prophets that are lying. All these that are into the church growth movement. You know the purpose-driven per church, the Rick Warrens and all the rest of them. Take warning, these people are false. They've gone off track. I'm not saying that they didn't have an experience with Jesus, but I'm telling you now they're into false doctrine and the false prophets, and they're leading you down the road of apostasy. The, the, the new gospel is a gospel that doesn't cause offence. A matter of fact, it doesn't point out sin or hell or any of that. What it does, it accommodates homosexuals. It accommodates all kinds of people into the church. You know, so everybody will come in. Yes, they'll get a big following. But there's no confrontation of sin and unrighteous acts or anything else. Because we don't want to offend them. We don't want to fight them away. We want our movement to be massive. And so this is what's happening today. Let me tell you people involved in this, you're deluded. And you need to repent of your sin. Now let me introduce you to the man with this leadership of the European Union, economic vision, with such experience. Now let me speak about his name is Tony Blair. Tony Blair's role on the world stage. Let me just explain it to you now briefly. Since leaving his post as Prime Minister of the UK, Tony Blair has taken on various roles that fit the qualifications of the Antichrist, the leader of the European Union. You'll need to go to the Lightnai website that is uh, linked to my main website, onewayglobal7.org, and you will see on that uh, website all the messages on the Antichrist and the Rider on the White Horse, his purpose and mission and so on. And so if you go there, you'll, you know, you get a better understanding of what I'm talking about today. So Tony Blair is, has, is now the Middle East envoy for the Quartet's Roadmap for Peace. Uh, all those messages are on that website as well. And Tony Blair is now based in Jerusalem. And uh, Tony Blair has also initiated, he started up his own uh, global interfaith foundation, and it's now based in London. Now, people are speaking about it coming about. It is now established in London. And it's link, it links to three faiths, Christianity, Judaism, and, and Islam. And so Tony Blair's formed this foundation. It's multi-faith. And uh, at the same time, he's become a Roman Catholic, which links church with state which is prophesied in the bible let me just explain this what's written in the times may the 9th uh, 2007 tony blair setting up an interfaith organization 
a global one, to foster greater understanding between the three Abrahamic faiths of Christianity, Judaism and Islam. Now isn't this what the Antichrist would do? To bring all the faiths under one umbrella to stop all the fighting and all the quarrelling? It's part of the plan, can't you see it? You need to open your eyes, you need to humble yourself, you need to listen. This is what has to be. You see the Bible speaks about the beast riding on the horn to power. And there it is, there's the link between all the major faiths and the, the beast. The foundation uh, of Tony Blair, his foundation which will be based in London will provide Blair with a platform to pursue other issues including global warming, African development and the Middle East process. Did you hear that? Can you see his involvement in global warming now? It's a global thing. African development, aid for Africa, isn't this what the Bible speaks about that the Antichrist will do, will feed the starving millions and help them? He will sort out all the problems in the world, global warming, major issue today, and he'll be involved in the Middle East. It's all there. Only a blind man wouldn't see it. And I would say in the church today there are many blind men and women. You're so full of pride you think you know it all, and yet you know nothing because you won't listen to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is speaking. He's speaking through people like me. There are others that are speaking the same message. But you see, as with all prophets and all prophecy, the word needs to be, if it's a true word from God, it will be confirmed with signs following. So I'm just asking you today to weigh up these things and you will see with your own eyes many of the things I'm speaking about and I've spoken about have come to pass. We're right in the midst of, of judgment now in this world and in this country. Now let me say something else about Tony Blair today. Uh, only recently he's become a Roman Catholic. That certainly fulfills biblical prophecy. It has to be linked with the Catholic Church and so on. Remember, it's the revived Roman Empire. Now, Tony Blair has been appointed also, this is another of his roles, which links with the, you know, what I said in the very beginning, that the, um, the third seal judgment is judgment on the world's economy. Now, and I also said, the, the Antichrist needs to be a man with a wealth of experience of leadership and economic vision. So he has to understand economics. Well, as British Prime Minister, he did understand um, economics, especially working with Gordon Brown. So he had good experience there, but he has moved on to greater experiences because Tony Blair, Tony Blair has now been appointed senior, advi senior advisor to J.P. Morgan Chase, the International Financial Service and Investment Banking Group, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. is a leading global financial services firm with assets of 1.5 trillion US dollars and they have operations in more than 50 countries. Tony Blair will be paid £500,000 annually on a part-time basis for that job. And he's also got another job. He's got his hands in many pies. Tony Blair has also taken on another job as an advisory role on an advisory role at Zurich's financial services. Blair will advise the firm on its climate initiatives as well as assisting the chief executive uh, James Schiro, I think it's Schiro, on international politics. Now, 
To finish with, all these qualifications place Tony Blair in a perfect position for full-time European president. What a CV. I mean, he's got everything they need. And I, I, I you know, just keep your eyes open, watch him, watch him. He's working behind the scenes. You know you have to do your research to come up with these facts and figures. While the world is asleep, you know, I've been doing my research. So look at the Bible with an open mind. The prophecies in the Bible are true. Listen to what God is saying through the two servants of God instead of these false prophets and false religious leaders and so-called um, you know, priests and so on that are, uh, not all, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying all denominations and leaders are wrong, some are listening to God. Because we've got the problem today, we've got a concoction of religion in the born-again church, and they've all intermingled, and it's going to take a real judgment from God to separate the chaff from the wheat. Because uh, some of the uh, born-again leaders have become almost like the religious establishment, the man-made establishment, uh, what people see as the church in this country today, like the Church of England. That's not the Church of God, by the way. Neither are bishops and all these that wear these mitres and robes and so on. There might be amongst them, and has been in the past, a certain few, and only a few, that have been born again. But that is not the Church of Jesus Christ. Do not be fooled to think that is the, the representative of the Church of Jesus Christ in this nation, or a matter of fact, in the world. That's not. It's not at all. That's a man-made institution. Whatever denomination there may be, whatever religion, it's a man-made institution. The true born-again Church of Jesus Christ is a God-made institution. And so people can't tell what is born again, what is not nowadays. Because everybody knows the language of Zion. We've learned all the songs. We're all talking the same thing. So there's a real problem in Christendom today and so God will judge today by this financial judgment that's coming. The one where they won't be able to buy or sell unless they, unless they receive the mark of the beast and the number of his name. That's going to sort the chaff out from the weed. Man, thank God it's coming. Because I'd be quite honest, I believe that the Lord, when he's looking at the church today, many of you are saying God is pleased with the church today. And I'm saying he's pleased with those that are paying but to be quite honest, God today is saying to many in the church that have gone down the road of apostasy, you are lukewarm, you make me vomit, I'll spew you out of my mouth. This is the message that the church doesn't want to hear today. You want to hear all the right nice things that flatter you and encourage and comfort you. In all your comforts, you, you don't know what suffering is, many of you. But if you're going to be a true servant of Jesus Christ, what did Jesus say? Take up your cross and follow him and learn to suffer to pay the price of true discipleship. You see, you can't become more like Christ by just being part of a system or a club or religious establishment, you know, and, and being busy for God. That's not the way you become more like Christ. You become more like Christ when you surrender to Christ and you do his will. 
and you let him take you through what he wants you to do. You deny your own way and you go his way. You take up the cross and let him do what he wants. No matter what it is, it might not be what you want. But if you go his way and stay in that place and move with him, then you'll become more like Christ. The world won't say you're more like Christ because you'll be speaking like Christ, speaking the truth and offending them. But that's what Jesus did. He offended them as well. But on that day, when you stand before God, you're going to be pleased that you did it his way. Thank you for listening today.